Well, good morning, everybody. It is really good uh, to be here with you this morning. I, uh, I told you if you were here last week that uh, normally about this last year, my job on Sunday mornings has been to sit there online and host our online experience and to work with the host there. And that's been a lot of fun, but, uh, but it's great to be back with you, although this is two weeks in a row I've had to put on pants now on Sunday morning, and that's, uh, that's new, so anyway. Uh, but, uh, but, but this morning, what we're going to talk about, this message from God's Word, um, I want to make sure you, you hear this, other than the gospel itself, that good news of that God has forgiven our sins and He gives us His unconditional love, other than that message... I think what we're talking about this morning is the most important lesson we can learn from God's Word. Let me say that one more time. Uh, Short of the gospel itself, I believe the most important lesson we can learn from God's Word, at least in 21st century America, is what we're going to talk about together today. Now, uh, throughout this whole series, this whole chosen series, we've been using this passage from John 15 where Jesus reminds us, you didn't choose me, but I chose you. Let me stop right there for a second. That's the gospel, isn't it? That while we were dead in our sins and trespasses, when, uh, before we did anything to earn it, uh, we didn't choose God, we didn't choose to follow him, but he chose us. He, he chose you to be his child. It's amazing news. And then Jesus goes on and he says this, I chose you though for a reason. I chose and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit. And then Jesus says, not only just, not any old kind of fruit, fruit that will last. In other words, Jesus says there are two kinds of fruit. There's fruit that doesn't last, that that spoils, that that goes away, that, that is finished. And there's fruit, he says, that will indeed last. And we're gonna see in a minute that he says that fruit doesn't just last, it lasts forever. See, on another occasion in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus was teaching about the same basic idea, and he said it this way. He said, don't store up treasures here on earth where, where they don't last, where moths eat them or, or thieves steal them or, or they get rusty. He says, don't store up treasures on earth where they don't last. Instead, he says, store up treasures in heaven because there, those treasures will last forever. So, so there's, there's two questions this morning that we have to wrestle with. What does Jesus mean? What's he talking about when he tells us that we should be bearing fruit or, or storing up treasures? What, what are we doing when we do that? What's he talking about? And then, how do we know that what we're, what we're bearing, what we're storing up, is something that's going to last forever? Now, now, first of all, let's take that first question, that idea. What's he talking about when he says store up treasures or, or bear fruit? And if you've hung around church at all in your life, or maybe in Sunday school, or maybe from another pastor, you heard about your time, your talents, and your treasures, right? And, uh, you know, it's kind of three T words, kind of easy to remember, time, talents, treasures. And uh, often, I think, in the church, we talk about those as if they're three different things, but I, I would argue they're not. I would argue they're really all the same thing. They're really all just different sides of the same coin. They're really all kind of you, Think about it this way. Imagine a chef. That chef takes his time and his talent, and uh, and he works in a restaurant. In other words, he uses his time there, and he uses his talent there, and in exchange for that time and talent that he's giving to the restaurant, the restaurant gives him a salary. The restaurant gives him treasure, right? Or, uh, or think of another example. Let's say you're going to buy a house and you, you, you want a lawyer to review the contract for you, so you hire a lawyer, and she gives her time, 
and, and her talent, she, her experience with contracts and stuff, and then you give her some of your treasure in, in return for that. So it's all time, talent, and treasure kind of mixed together. Or, or maybe flip it over on the other side. Think about it this way. When you go to the grocery store, you're giving them some of your treasure, and in response, you're getting their time and talents, right? The time it took for the stock boy to put that stuff on the shelves, the time it took for the truck driver to drive the food there, the talent it took to, to, to design that packaging or to prepare that food. Time, talent, and treasure. All of these related, and so the question really is, when you think about your time, your talent, and your treasure, where are you investing that? Where, where are you spending your time? Where are you giving your talent? Where are you sharing your treasure? And are you doing that in things that are going to last, fruit that will last, Jesus says, or fruit that won't last? So that's that second question. What's the fruit that Jesus is talking about? Well, let me talk with you for a minute, first of all, about the fruit that doesn't last, some things that we invest in that really don't last. Let's think, for example, about your car. Now, uh, I, I love cars. Um, I always like getting a new car because then I know that, you know, I know the history of that car. I know I'm going to take care of it. I, I, I love driving a new car off the lot and that new car smell. Uh, but, uh, but here's the problem. It doesn't last, does it? In fact, that's why they smell air fresheners with new car smell, because the new car smell just doesn't last. Uh, the last car that I bought, I drove it off the lot. It had eight miles on it. I knew I was the first owner, but it, that didn't last. And, and in fact, I think it was about six years later when I traded it in, I had 130,000 miles on it, right? And it was a lot different car than when I bought it. It doesn't last. It's not something we invest our time, talent, or treasure in that lasts. Or, or let me give you another example. What about your job, your career? We invest a lot of our time and a lot of our talent in our job, don't we? And, and for some of us, if we started our own business, we, we invented our treasure in that too, right? And, uh, and we think that's going to last, right? That's something that, that Jesus is talking about, is fruit that will last. But does it really? I mean, I can tell you, I'm sitting there, retirement's coming, it's not going to be long that this career that I've invested a lot of my time and my talent and some of my treasure in, it's, it's going to be over. And, and you don't even have to wait for retirement for that to happen, right? Sometimes the company gets bought, you downsize, you lose your job. Well, that stuff doesn't last either. You're like, well, what about me, my body, right? If I invest physically in myself to keep myself in good shape, I invest my time and my talent and to keep myself in good shape, that lasts, right? Well, No. I, I say it this way, I still have a six-pack, it's just hidden in a cooler, right? <laughs> but here's, here's the thing, even if, even if you are able to keep fit, eventually that's not going to last either, is it? I, uh, I preached a, a sermon uh, when we were just one site, so this was many, many years ago, um, and uh, it was over at our Kimberly Way campus, that was our original location, and, and, and some people call it the casket sermon. And not so affectionately, because they didn't like it so much. They showed up for church on Sunday morning, and there was a casket up in the front of church with the, the lid open, just kind of like that. And people were like, what's going on? Is this a funeral this morning? What, what, what's? And, uh, and in that casket, I had stuffed all kinds of stuff. And, uh, and one by one during the sermon, I pulled those things out of the casket. I said, can you take this with you? Is this going to last? And, and just item after item representing all these different areas of our lives, we had to say, no, we're not going to be able to take it with 
It's not going to last. Those things just aren't going to last forever. Until at the very end of the message, there was one thing left in the casket. And I started to pull it out, and I'm like, you know what? We can leave this one in here, because this one will last even beyond death. Folks, do you know what that thing is that Jesus was talking about when he said, I want you to bear fruit that will last? Do you know what that, that thing is that Jesus was talking about? We can store up treasures in heaven that will last forever. Do you know what that one thing was that was left in the casket that Sunday morning? It was our relationships. See, folks, our relationships are the only thing that truly will last, even beyond the grave, relationships that will truly last forever. In the very beginning, in Genesis chapter 1, God is creating this universe. And in Genesis 1.26, we see these words, let us make human beings in our image. Now, did you ever wonder who Jesus or who God was talking to? Who's God talking to in that verse? Well, he's talking to himself. We, We learn in God's word that God exists in relationship. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we say three persons, yet one God, this thing we call the Trinity, and that relationship's been eternal. It's, it, it existed before time, and it will exist after time. And this God that we say is love, this God that exists in relationship, when he created human beings, said, I'm going to make human beings different. Let's make human beings like us. Let's give human beings the capacity for relationship. Let's, let's create human beings with this ability to be able to be in relationship with us, to be part of this, this relationship that has lasted forever before time, and in relationship with one another. Now, this last year has tested those relationships, hasn't it? In a lot of ways. Here's a, here's a picture. This is uh, my wife's side of the family. That's my wife, Betty. They're kind of in the middle. And uh, right in front of her is her mom, Nell. And, uh, and that's her brother and sister-in-law next to her. And that's our son standing up behind. And there, that's me in the picture. Now, we took this picture a year ago Christmas. And we haven't been together since. It was the last time we were together, right there. Betty's mom's in a in a in a a, a care facility, and we have been isolated for her for a long time. Finally, just these last couple of weeks, we were able to actually go and visit her for the first time. And uh, and Betty's uh, brother and sister in law they they live out of state, and uh, and so they you know the travel's been a, an, an issue. We haven't been able uh, to be together with them, and 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 we haven't all been together since then. This year, as bad as it's been, has taught us something, hasn't it? It's taught us just how valuable those relationships are, the relationships that maybe we've taken for granted. And, and here's the thing. I, I honestly don't know. Will we ever be together like that again? I, I, I don't know. We're just you know, not sure where this is all going and not sure what Betty's mom's health is going to be like. And, we, and hopefully we'll be, have a chance sometime in the future to be together, but, but we just don't know, at least not here on this earth. But I do know this, we will be together again someday in heaven, won't we? And, uh, and, and, and those relationships that we've invested in now here will be there in heaven and they will last forever. Oh, the only difference is the picture will be a little bit bigger because Betty's dad's going to be in that picture too. He's already up in heaven waiting for us. You've all got people like that too, don't you? People that it, it hasn't been COVID that's kept you apart from. It was death itself that kept you apart. But, but folks, those relationships are not done. They're not over. 
the relationships God has given us will last forever. Now, last week, we gave you a chance to invest in a new relationship through this thing called Chosen. We, we challenged you to, to work together with World Vision to sponsor a child down there in Bolivia. And, and here's the cool thing. Yeah, we're, we're, we're using some of our treasure to invest in that relationship. And, and you're going to invest some of your time in building that relationship. And, and, and that treasure is going to go to help with the temporal circumstances of that child and, the, and other children's lives. By the way, I heard the other day that when you sponsor one child, you're really affecting four more children in that community because the stuff that World Vision does for that child affects other children as well. So yeah, we're investing in the temporal circumstances of lives, but you know what? Even those temporal circumstances aren't going to last forever. But that relationship will. If you signed up uh, to sponsor a child and you go out in that lobby after the service and you grab that envelope and you look at the picture of that child holding your picture, that, that child that chose you, that's the start of a relationship that, that truly can last forever. What an amazing thing. And, and again, by the way, if, if you didn't get a chance to sponsor last week, if you missed that opportunity, you, you haven't really missed it, I'll tell you at the end of the service today how you could still sponsor a child, how you could still invest in a relationship that can last forever. But this week, here's what I want you to do. I want you to just sit back and reflect a little bit. Reflect on how like, relationships like World Vision can last forever. Think about who chose you, but I, I also want to encourage you to just, to just sit back with your, with your calendar, or, uh, or, or, or maybe it's your checkbook, or I know some of you are going, checkbook? I don't have a checkbook. I don't even know what a checkbook is, right? I, I get it, right? But, but what, however you look at how you invest your money, maybe it's your budget or your, your online uh, bank register or whatever it is, look at where you're investing your, your talents and your time and your treasures, and ask yourself this. I mean, we all have to invest some stuff in our job and in our house and in our car. We get, yeah, that's part of how we live our lives. But, but my question would be, are you investing enough in the one thing that's going to last forever? Are you investing in the relationships that God has given you? Jesus says that he's chosen us to be in relationship with him. And he says he's, he, has, he has chosen us to bear fruit, to fruit that's going to last, to invest in the relationships that he's given us. Let's, let's pray about that right now. Lord, I want to pray for every person in this room right this moment. You have, you have called them uh, into relationship with you. You've given us the gift of being chosen to be your children. And, uh, and Lord, I also want to pray just quickly for those people that uh, made that step of faith to to sponsor a child and who now have been chosen by those children for a relationship. Pray that you bless those relationships. But Lord, for all of us, I would pray that you've called us not only in relationship with you, but you've given us people in our lives, friends, neighbors, family members, spouses, kids. Lord, help us always prioritize those relationships in our lives. Help us invest our time, our talent, our treasures in the fruit that will last and the treasures stored up in heaven, those relationships with, with you and one another. In your name we pray. Amen.